Layla. Layla. Don't act like you like Yeah. Yeah, you want to give me that lemonade, though? Oh, damn, I was right here. Hey. Ugh. <clears throat> <clears throat> my ring got off. Yeah, I was saying, though, man, I, I was in, like, 289 views for, like, a day or so, and it was just bugging me. It's like, man, come on. I can't get one more. Let me get the two let me get the two ninety. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That I don't know what it was about the eighty nine. Sometimes it'd be those like four or five that you'd be like, let me just get them. Yeah. Let me just get them. One thing I like about it is that I'm building it organically. It's people who I'm touching, people who I'm talking to, you know what I'm saying? Who I'm really uh connected with. I think what you're doing is dope. I appreciate the last uh, few that I've been watching. I'm like, yo, this is good content. Man, I appreciate that. I be, it's hard to get good feedback, you know what I mean? All right, yeah, let me shut up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is an episode of Point Proven. I go by the name of Rello. That's R-E-L-L-O. Four times the genius, man. Four running YouTube. Look, if you're going to run, run the goddamn world. Yo, check us out on Spotify. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on SoundCloud. And be sure to subscribe to that Four Runners YouTube page. You heard? And I forgot one. Anchor! Yes, sir. What's going on, Four Times the Genius? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. You know, getting closer and closer to the birth of my little man. You know, hey. getting excited about that. Uh. Screw one six is closer and closer to being announced. So mm. we've 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 officially closed the submissions. So so now we're just wrapping Finishing everything up, up uh, having talks with uh, Blake Edwards about it. You know, uh, getting some insight from him and everything like that or whatnot. You know, Dope. so trying to turn it into something, man. <laughs> trying you know trying to make something shake. Utilizing your Wichita connects, man. You know that's what it's for. You know. That's the purpose of Screw One Six, you know, is to utilize everything in Wichita to put us on a certain type of uh, pedestal. Yeah, we got a Wichita Connect in the building with us today. Man, we got heavy four, Wichita four, four times. Go ahead and introduce the world man, to look, who we got. Man. hit me up a few months ago. Was like, bro, let's work. Look, dog, I'm out the country right now, but as soon as I get back, I'm gonna hit you up and we gonna work. You know, and I get that all the time, but. This nigga actually followed through with it. So we've been working, dog, and he's been building something great, man. And you know, like I'm I'm really proud to be a part of it, man. My big brother is right here, man. What's happening? What's happening is your boy IZ316, and I wanna be your favorite rapper. <laughs> what where that started? What how that how that go about? Man, uh um, I'm jealous as hell of that. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh well one is true. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really want to be your favorite rapper. So go subscribe and like and all that shit. So, but, um, plug right there real quick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, follow me at uh, iz-316.com. That's my um, uh, website. You know what I'm saying? Where you can read my bio, find out more about me. Um, or you can go to YouTube and just type in iz316. Um, well, it started because I, I went to Wichita State University and I graduated uh, with the double major in political science and ethnic studies. So I've mm. worked on a lot of campaigns on the federal level, on the state level, on the local level. I actually ran for office last August and was elected to be the precinct committee chairperson for my district. So Congratulations I'm, on that. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. So I'm actually elected official. So it was more like 
a marriage of hip-hop and politics together. It sounds like a political slogan, but it's for music. It's like, yo, you know, when you think about call to actions, you, this is what I want from you. I want to be your favorite rapper, yeah, but yeah. not just because I'm talking, but because when you really bust down my lines and what I'm saying, I'm saying something with some substance, with some meaning, something that's going to uplift you and, yeah. you know, make your life better at the end of the day. So, so you said that you kind of put like hip hop with the politics or whatnot. Like, is that the only like aspect that you've done that, or can you kind of run the two and two parallel for the most part? Well, I've done I've done voter drives before, mm -hmm. but I've done them as Sean Gates, but I've also done them as Israel. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because I believe in. I believe in participating. I don't know the the political process as we know it is always the best route to go about it. I kind of feel like sometimes by the time you get elected on some of those higher levels, you just shook hands with the devil so much that you just as dirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I really like to think of myself more as a raptivist, which is like an activist slash rapper. You know what I'm saying? I just thought I'd throw that on y'all, yeah. and that is trademark. You know what I'm saying? The raptivist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but man. More than, I do socially conscious hip-hop, not because I can't do the gangster shit or whatever, because I came up doing that, but because at the end of the day, man, I listen to artists like Nas, I listen to artists like Pac, and although I like some gangster music or whatever, they make the songs that I'm really listening to 10 years later, 10 years yeah. down the road. Like, you could go listen to a, a, a old Is song off of one of my other projects, and it's still going to be socially relevant to what's going on today, sadly, as it was when I released it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to know about your name. So your 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 name is has can have multiple different meanings. Yeah. Yeah. What's, I, I want to hear what your take is, and then I want to <clears> see <throat> what I might have gotten from it. Well, it started out as Israel. Mm -hmm. My homie from Chicago... Had a little situation with his baby mama. You know what I'm saying? She had a, you know, caught him doing some stuff he wasn't supposed to. And uh, so he came around the crib. He was talking to me and it was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I don't care. I'm going to do what I'm going to do anyway. Right? A couple days later, he come over. He pissed off because he done went through her phone and found out that she was talking to some other dudes. So I just told him, I was like, bro. How you going to be mad at her for something that you doing? You know what I'm saying? Whether she know what you doing or not, how you going to really be mad in your own spirit like that? Like, you know what I mean? And he was like, it's man. It's for somebody to take, too, though. That's tough for somebody to hear. Yeah, but. It's hard to hear the truth from time to time. It, it just needed to be said. And yeah. he was like, you know what, man? That's real. I'm going to start calling you Israel. And he started calling me that. And other people in, um, in. The apartment complex start calling me that, and it just kind of stuck. Prior to going by Israel, I went by Anonymous because that's how I felt as an artist. I felt really unknown, obscure, you know what I'm saying, to the whole game, period. But that's how that name came about, about Israel. So um, the spelling was I-Z-R-E-A-L. Well, when you went and Googled it, I wasn't the first person that popped up. There's a big Hawaiian dude who passed. He... He's popular for singing the song uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I mean, like five, six hundred pound cat with a little ukulele. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And 
<laughs> that ain't me. And then there was a. Uh, <laughs> I'm big, but like. That's what I do a skit with a ukulele. Nah, 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 son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, then there's like a, a rock group over in like Russia or somewhere that goes by Israel. And uh, they scare me because it's in. <laughs> a rock group in Russia would definitely scare me. Well, I don't know what they're saying, and it's like heavy metal, so. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure if they're talking to Satan or not. I don't know, but I don't want to they take any chances. Spirits. You know what I mean? I just didn't feel <laughs> yeah, like you know, yeah, I grew yeah. up in church, so everything's the devil. I was like, ooh. As soon as you heard it, you hit the ball, yeah, you turn it down. Man, I was like, I'm coming up. Think about Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had to switch it up. So so because of that, I switched to IZ three one six because when you Google me, I come up first. You see my okay. videos. You see whatever. So the is was just short for is real. And the 316 was for two reasons. One, because it represents the city that I'm from, obviously. And two, when you add the numbers up, it equals 10, which is, to me, you know, I'm a 10 when it comes to spitting the shit. Hmm. All right, quick. Do your, do your mathematics, that son. Is not, that is not what I thought his answer was going to be. <laughs> what did you think? So I got super in-depth. I'm interested to know. So Israel, Israel, and Israel is considered the holy land in the Bible. Okay. And it's also uh, one of the most uh, precious lands in Jerusalem. Right. So I thought, okay, like. Is real. I know. I get the is real, but then you include that, like, like yo, like I'm holy land. I'm holy. <laughs> well, <the fact. laughs> I'm, 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 I'm the, I'm the, I'm the purest that, that there is. Man, I can see how it could be taken like that, especially with me doing socially conscious music. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. When I was in the dorms, uh, this guy, Middle Eastern guy, he comes up to oh, me shit. and he's like. I, I hear you that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, You're not gonna let that shit. <laughs> He's like, Oh man. Hey, I'm for the hood too, so I'm like, I'm kind of feeling like the same way. Like, what is he gonna say? He was like, I hear you rap. I was like, Yeah, I'm right. He was like, Your name is Israel? I was like, Yeah. He's like, Oh, like the country? I was like, Nah. Oh, I'm from Palestine. I was like, oh, nah, nah. You had to plug. No, 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 not like that. You know what I'm saying? Brother July could have been lit at his block. I'll pass. Now, you know what, though? That's funny because, again, studying that conflict or whatever, you got to go study it for yourself. But I say this, terrorists wouldn't mad at niggas. Take it for what you want. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they niggas. I get right. I think they feel partially. our struggle. Huh? You can't say that. No, I said partially. Part. <sighs> talk that talk. Let's go. You, you gonna make Let's, me get political? Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna say is this. They don't call this nigga Israel for no reason. This is gonna get real. When I first met him, I thought that it, you know, like that it meant Israelite. So like, you know, like close to like, like I get that too. The same lines that you were going, but I do see the double entendre. Like, like you know, like he is real. You know. You ever get asked you a Freemason? Man, I got asked some of the craziest questions ever. Like, you gotta. You know anybody in Illuminati? I'm like. No. Are you a Freemason? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, shit. No. <laughs> Not. Th- I mean, 
I done did my Don't research. Like Jesse, hold on, in, in, the, in the hood, if they got good money, they a Freemason. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have kind of realized that, you know. Yeah, I mean that's and that's that that you know what's funny about that? I was thinking the other day, you know, like it's really only in hip hop and pop to get that label. You ain't never hear like, yo, you know Waylon Jennings was part of Illuminati, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. You ain't never heard that. Like, but why is it when young black people getting bread that all of a sudden it got to be something darker? You know, I you never heard about Willie Nelson being in the Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? Forever. And it's just like I do dig that. I do dig that. But it, it's like you know, like I think bro, that is you used think Barbara like, Streisand is in the you know? Because <laughs> you, you see Streisand, but you know what I'm saying? You know, Illuminati. Like, it's, like, to, yeah. you know, like it's probably to further allude to the you know the like the misconception that the black man needs to you know like. He needs to depend on a group of white people yeah. to gain his success. They need gatekeepers and shit. What's that white Absolutely. woman that used to do the fashion shows and shit? What's that white woman's oh, name? No. She used to uh, she used to always like criticize people's uh outfits and shit on the red carpet. She uh, passed away. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Rivers, John Rivers, John Rivers, John Rivers. That bitch is okay. Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so okay. <laughs> if anybody in the Illuminati, John Rivers this is a Marilyn Manson. Definitely Illuminati. You said who? Marilyn Manson. Oh no, yo, they show kicked his ass to the curb, but like, he didn't make it. But yo, you know what's funny though? But he caked up so much during that time because you got to think like he, yeah. this, that was a time in the nineties where. Controversy sales. You got to think like part of the reason, and maybe the segues in, into something we were talking about before air, which was Eminem. You got to think about the era of music at that time and how many records people were selling, how controversial Eminem was at the time. That's part of the reason why he sold so many records because he was controversial. But now we look at it like, yeah. Do you think you that? You know what I mean? But at the time, it was like, ooh, he said that. He did that, you know what I'm saying? I think it's because now it done been ran out. Like, you you get this white rapper that's rapping about this certain lifestyle. Now you have other other white rappers that are talking about, you know what I'm saying, the, the money and all this other shit or whatever. But as far as like that same story, oh, I came from... I came from the trailer park. Right. I came from the hood or whatever. Right. We ain't had shit. Honestly, like... But you know that trailer park shit kind of really came after Eight Mile. But M's first two albums, like if I had like you know they give you that scenario, like if you stuck on a island and you can only have so many, you know, songs or whatever. Them first two albums is is a classic. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> you got to think when M came. M came at a time after right after Pac and Big had died. So it was like this huge void in the game. And here was these two black men who beefed to death. You know what I'm saying? Here comes this white boy. Talking about, hi, kids. Would you like to see me? You know what I'm saying? My eyelids. Bro, and it, I know it sounds crazy now. <laughs> that shit was hard. It was hard it as hell. Yeah, but that shit's dark as fuck. Like, hi, kids. Do you like violence? You want to see me stick 12 inches? Nine inch nails, but whatever. Eyelids? You know Bro, what I'm saying? But M was nasty as, M was nasty as fuck. Okay, now you see my point. That imagine some suburban like white mom in the early, in you know, in the, in the 90s hearing, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
uh, we say, uh, if I had the magic wand, I make the world suck my dick without a condom on while I'm on a giant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like kind of a different type of flow at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny how, you know, just time changes and, and now it's not viewed as so uh, controversial as it is. But when you go back and you listen to it, you know, like lyrically, he was dope. Now, I think personally about him is that he changed his style after he signed 50. If you listen to his early music and then you listen to his music after 50, it's like after he signed 50, he definitely tried to sound like him because he stopped opening yeah. up his mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. He's like... That's different. Okay. That was a different cadence from that early, hi, my name is, or, you know what I'm saying? Bro, Stan, Stan was, was so dope. If you, yeah. The song Stan, like... Stan is a masterpiece of the song. Bro, that's one of the dopest hip-hop songs, period. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know, just say, I don't know to even say just hip-hop, but songs like Well Thought Out, the story, the motion that he put into it, the time, it was it was crazy. I think also it was a good point in hip-hop where Absolutely. we had white suburban kids rebelling against their parents from Very a much so. instead of it being blacks. Well, yeah, because you got to think like, <clears throat> it felt good for Sally to, to tell her kids, no, you can't get that album. And it was a white guy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what the song White America was about. White America, little Eric looks just like this. Little Erica loves my shit. I go to TRL, see how many hugs I get? He was like throwing that shit back in their face. And Oh, you're straight in, man. I, well, I'm a fan of lyrics. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Fan of lyrics. If you saying something, I want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to hear the message behind it. And you got to think that like, because of MTV, you know what I'm saying? In that era, that's the first time, like, the Chronic album mm. broke racial barriers because even suburban white kids who never been to the ghetto ever was running around with that Chronic CD. Mm. So here's something that has nothing to do with race, has nothing to do necessarily, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's about music, and it's like, that Chronic album was the shit. If you put it in today, that shit still bang. Still so yeah. white people was trying to understand why their children were infatuated with the hip-hop culture when it really wasn't a new thing it was new to them because you look at american bandstand and all these uh future artists they call them race records where white people would take black people's records and make it for american bandstand and pop 40 but that's why sometimes you hear a song you'll hear like an old black song you hear a white song and it'll be the same song and you'll think that it was the white person who was the originator of yeah, it when he really wasn't nope. in the first place like when you go and you that's really movies like the five heartbeats are so important you know because they talk about that in that movie yeah like, and i would have never known about it if it wasn't oh yeah mick jagger he's quoted saying it like when they was over in Britain or wherever they from, that they listened to like Muddy Waters and and BB King and the blues, and that was their rendition of it. They just sped it up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And so I listen to not only hip hop, I listen to rock, I listen to jazz, I listen to classical music, I listen to soft rock. I might bump some Air Supply, you know. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. You know what I'm saying? But it's music. You those know what are those songs that I know, but I don't know who it's by. And <laughs> I, I just know it came out in the, yeah. in the 70s and it's a white guy. And I'm checking them out because that? Air Supply. Air Supply. I listen to Art and Garfunkel. I love Carol King. I love The Loving Spoonful. I love The Animals. Um, man, so much different. I like a lot of old songs, too. I like... Um, 
Little Anthony and the Imperials. You know what I'm saying? There's a song by a chick named Little Ann. It's called Deep Shadows. And I was trying to sample it, but I really couldn't get a hold of it. But I started doing some research on the song, and it was so cool, man, because she had... Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, you know them boys got lawyers. You won't go on So, Little Ann, right? So, she released a song... And it didn't even get the dues that it should have for like 40, 50 years. Some DJ over in Europe discovered it and started playing. He put in like a techno mix. And then she became like a cult craze. And the song sold more a couple years ago than it ever did over its existence. But it's a dope-ass song. You know what I mean? Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know what I'm saying? I like Bang them for real. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? Legend. Now, what you playing right now, you know what I'm saying, is lit. It's what's happening in the hood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you ain't up on the air supply, you slipping. Yo, tell me that don't make you want to go through the grocery store right now. <laughs> <laughs> tell me you want to go to the store right now. Go straight to your neighborhood. Dealers you know what I'm saying? You're going to be in there, you know what I'm saying, zooted. Feeling Gucci. <laughs> Getting everything. You know what I'm saying? Everything going to look good to you. Everything. Like, yeah, I could get the grapes because I'm trying to eat better, but, you know, them, them brownies looking mad fire right now. <laughs> hey, they do got them, uh, with them pretzel m and You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's how I go. All to air supply. They've been the background to your life at the grocery market since you was a little kid and you never even knew it. Oh, this turns us off. And I worked at Dylan's for like two years. Oh, yeah, so, so like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah See, so like, awesome. and that's that timeless music, you know? Like, and I think I had this conversation with you the other day about, like, who's out now that's, like, creating that that timeless music? Man. Like, or are the grocery stores always going to play music from the 70s? Like, I, that's just the I only area that they can pull music that from. That Adele rolling in the deep will be playing at a grocery store in the next Bro. A I play in the grocery stores now. Yeah, for real. Yeah, man. I, hey. I don't know what it is that Adele got. I've been thinking about like taking some Adele songs and playing them like really, really low in my mix when I record songs because it's something about her songs is like addictive. Mm. You know, as a big ass man like myself, I shouldn't be riding around talking about I should have had it all. Like it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's stuck in your head. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You be feeling it like I hope nobody see me, but I'm in my Yeah, you know what I'm feeling. You know that you find yourself humming it. Yeah, man. All right. fucks with niggas too. Hey, her voice is stupid though. That's soul. Yeah, even like she got a song called "Chasing Pavement," I think. That's like the first time I remember hearing her. It's a really dope video artistically. Like it's a sidewalk and she like laying on it, but yeah. But like her and Winehouse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm a music fan. Both of them, as good as they can sing, they can't do nothing with Tina Marie. R.I.P. to Tina Marie. Mm. Yeah. Fire Desire with uh they, with they, Rick. They might Rick have, James, bitch. I mean, I don't want to argue it, but. They might have one of the I, longest songs in music history. What's that? Fire Desire. <laughs> <laughs> Fam, that. That song like nine minutes. But it, you don't even right. notice it because it's, you know what I'm saying? You're Can just I like wrapped you up in it though. And you turn <laughs> on, you know what I'm saying? Right, hey, shit. 
right, so let me ask you this, bro. All right, um, all right. How does how does this big extensive catalog of music help in your like in your creative process with rap? You know, <clears throat> what I learned is that everything is about energy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And certain genres of music convey energy. You know what I'm saying? In different ways. If I was going to do a diss track on somebody, I'm going to use some grungy rock because the energy is just nasty. It make you feel like, yo, I'm getting at you. You know what I'm saying? But for that same reason, when you make a love song, you don't use rock for, you don't use heavy grunge rock. I mean, yeah. traditionally, we don't. Music is like the soundtrack to my life. That's the only way I could think of it. Like certain situations will pop up and lyrics will pop into my head just randomly. You know what I'm saying? Like, the other day I was watching the news and uh, they was talking about Takashi snitching. I hate to even bring it up, but you know what I'm saying, whatever. And the first thing that popped into my head was, funny what, seven days and change. You used to sit down, or you stand up, now you sit down and ain't. Yo, it was all good just a week ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Jigga, you know what I mean? And that's just an example. That's just how my mind works. So it really shows me like a lot of... Um, emotion a lot of feeling i'm not a very emotional person myself you know what i'm saying so when i hear a certain when i'm feeling a certain way more than internalize it i just listen to a track that's more like that yeah. and i don't know that i'm the only one because you know what i'm saying i mean i know y'all gonna get on me about kelly but when you hear that seem like it's ready <laughs> oh yep you know what i'm saying you ready to that. go it's just that it's that energy so for me that's what it is but on the flip side, as an MC, I hope to impart that same feeling in my music. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm saying something, you know what I'm saying? When I'm, um, I hope you get the message of what I'm saying on like a deeper level and you feel what I'm saying. Like uh, on a new album, Melanin Sons is coming out pretty soon. I got a song called Cycles. And if you know anything about me, I, was a, I had two kids by the time I was a sophomore. You know what I'm saying? And in the song, what I say is, a sophomore in high school. Yeah, yeah. So, in a song I said, thinking with my erection, no concept of conception, no deeper soul connection, just lack of contraceptions. When you break down what I'm saying, not only is it rhyming and it's snapping, you know, I was thinking with my erection, not even thinking about creating a baby. I didn't have no real soul tied to this woman. I just wasn't using condoms. And in the end, what does it all really mean if you get off in their jeans and your fluids mixed jeans? How you go and raise a family when you're just 16? Sometimes we see the signs, but can't interpret what they mean. If you've been through them, God, you know what I'm saying? If you've been through them Lord. situations and you listening to what I'm saying, you like, damn, that make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, if you get off in their jeans, that's a play on words because I'm talking about genes as in deroxyribonucleic acid and 5013s. You know what I mean? And when you understand that, I think that's what makes you a fan of me. You know what I'm saying? But all that comes from listening to different type of music and listening to different expression and different wordplay and using different vocabulary to get my, my words across. I could have said, you know, I wouldn't in love. I was just trying to fucking bust a nut. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, but... It's all about how you work. Right. You know what I mean? Not as clever. Right. I don't think so. So, so would you classify yourself as a... Witty rapper or a conscious rapper? I would say 90% of my music is conscious, but it's conscious with bars. It ain't just some rappers, they like 
they have a emotion behind it, you know what I'm saying? And it's they feeling behind it, it ain't necessarily what they're saying. But then you have a rapper that's all words, and it may not be emotion. It's more you just thinking of what he's saying. So I think I'm actually a good blend of both because the two things that I do the most is battle rap, not like on stage, but like on song, you know what I'm saying? And then like conscious rap because, you know, like – um I got, like I say, uh, I'm taking all challenges. Who wanted with is? If you pass a step on stage, I'm gonna give them the biz. I don't fuck around. Hell no, I stay on my jo for pesos. Y'all niggas snitch like in Seiko. Get so many checks from your chick, I'm on a payroll. You ain't gotta tell me I'm a certified a ho. I'm I'm just bouncing on it. You know what I'm saying? But then I hit you with some shit like 28 years ago, half a billion tears ago, a child named Sean would go through times that was difficult. Made some wrong decisions when his life was getting critical. But timing is pivotal when you're trying to reach your pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm snapping in both, but it's different right, contexts. Enough of the bars. You don't drop too many bars. They scared. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> and we, and we go get the album. Going for like 20 something minutes. Go get the album. Rappers be scared though because. Bars? They, we, uh, <laughs> has anybody ever came and just dropped bars like that no. though? Maurice came and spit, uh, spit a verse. He's definitely spit. Yeah. Man. But, to break down, but to do a lyrical breakdown of their own yeah, music. Nah. Bro, this, this is four times dream. Like, <laughs> man, I appreciate y'all for having bar, me. Man. If it was up to him, each podcast we would have a rapper here, and they would be breaking down a whole damn song. But that's the problem. That's I just need the sixteen. Work. I just need the sixteen. You know, because I need to understand. You know, like, and I wish. You know, like, I wish I could do this with my favorite rappers. Yeah. You know. Luckily, Look, my I name can is do Iz, it and I want with, to be your favorite with, rapper. You know, like I was about to say, like, <laughs> luckily I'm in a place where I can do I it with <laughs> my favorite rappers in the city. So you know, so it's like you know, like I need to understand where you were coming from, you know, because like there's like hella witty shit. Like right. I was saying, you know, like it's like double entendres on you know, like on everything. I, I don't believe in like I don't believe in taking bars off per se, like. Jeezy, who's actually one of my favorite rappers right now, because I seen his growth early. I wasn't a big fan of him because, like, when I would hear his bars, he would be like, it would be like too much space between bars. You know what I'm saying? I pull up in the Lambo, ha ha ha. They looking there, he go, okay, and it's okay. okay well, I, you're not gonna disrespect. No, me. thank you, no, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Too. I mean, Jeezy loved his Lambo. You remember that era where Jeezy was like really fresh out, was running? Yeah. And at that point, he was probably like, I'm tired of hearing this nigga. And then you would see them young niggas with the snowman t-shirts and shit. (laughs) (laughs) We were still big. Y'all had the the Forex joints on, the Forex pink t-shirts and shit. Yeah, Uh, yeah. With the clear forces, yeah. And got sent home because of the (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. Uh no, nah, but I only say that to say, but even that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dope boys go crazy. That's one of my favorite tracks. Uh, I think my favorite Jeezy track is probably either Me Okay or Fame. But you can hear how his flow changed up so much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In there, and even more than that, you can hear how his content had changed. Jeezy's you know definitely progressed, but I feel like his progression is like moving him forward in a way. But then at the same time, it's like it's it's kind of holding them back. But see, know, that's like some hip hop shit, bro. I like, mean, like I don't think that Jeezy's in a point now where he can create new fans. I disagree because 
He just did by dating one of them. I was, I was just about to say that. I was about to say that because, yeah, because my wife definitely came to be talking about Jeezy the other day. She's on the uh, talk show The Real, Jeannie Mai. Oh, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he got a whole new fan base now. Even, I mean, even, but is it a, all right, so, all right, so. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. Is it a fan base or is it a, like, like, more of an attachment, like 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 with Hov and B, like like there was a little bit more leverage off of the both of them there. I feel like you know, like with this female, she's in a whole different light. So like it's like you know, so it's like hold on, so I can definitely see Jeezy doing like a a a cologne. I think it go both ways though because he got the tequila, you know, like Jeezy's popping in a sense, but is it for the jump of the politics? If Jeezy does that, I'm all for My it. My president well, is black. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. nah, but I think it go both ways because I wouldn't have never heard of her if, if it weren't for the fact I said that was Jeezy girl. So, man, I don't know. Shout out to Jeezy. Shout out to Jeezy. Man. Jill. All right, so top 10, or not even top 10, top two rappers for you. My favorite are top two. Top two. If I'm gonna say top two, I gotta go with Pac and Hove. Pac and Hove, okay, that's a beautiful top two. I mean, my if my oh. have 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 you seen a slew of our fellow young niggas? I was just with the whole Pac that. and NBA Young Boy conversation. They've going crazy with that today. Well, I get it in a sense because there was there was a talk of what? you know a little younger of. Rakim and Pac, who was better, Rakim or Pac? Okay, you know see, I wasn't around and, for that. And our generation was like, oh, of course, Pac is better. And we was riding for Pac like they riding for NBA Young Boy. Mm-hmm. So I get it from that point. Right. But numbers don't lie. And when NBA Young Boy go diamond, then he could whisper Pac's name. See, but I, I don't I, whisper respectfully. The the numbers now are so much different. It's Bro, like like but, okay. music is so accessible now. You know what? Okay, I'm it's so accessible now, which makes it easier. So back in the day, when you went to go get a CD, you had to take out the time and the money to go search down and buy it. That means you really want it. That fool went diamond on a double disc. Fam, diamond. Ain't, you ain't even gotta explain yourself. You ain't even gotta explain yourself. <laughs> Bro, when this came out, I was a game member for like two days. When NBA Youngboy <laughs> drops something like this, holla at me. Hey, tell him come on the podcast. Hey, tell him come on the podcast. I'll, I'll be here for that. But I've, that, I, I, that I definitely my, do that think that ain't even that, my favorite, that, man. That it'd be a young boy possibly has. At one point, Pop hold on, hold on. got on a track and said this about another man, <laughs> a king of a city. Yeah, yeah. Came out and said that shit. Oh, he fam. He talked about everybody. He talked about fam. Pac. He talked about Jay-Z. He talked about Nas. He talked about Mob Deep. He talked about Brat. He talked that about. That shit hurts me to quote uh, those uh, yeah. both lyrics. Like, that shit hurts me. But, you know, hey. It's but, pop, but Hope said y'all gonna stop acting like Tupac ain't have a nose ring too. Are you are you an Ether or a Takeover fan? I'm gonna tell you, that's a tough one. I don't view music the same. I don't think at least as everybody else because 
I'm an artist too. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm very big on lyrics. So we can be, do a lyrical breakdown of both of them if you it, want. We got all it, day. <laughs> let's do it. But this is the thing. I'm a Nas fan. When Hove hit with that takeover, I was like, but you learned a valuable lesson because he underestimated Nas and he slipped up because he only gave him one verse and Nas hit him with a whole song. Didn't it take six months for him to uh, come back? Something along those lines. Yes, but you got to get a man some some leeway. His mama died. If you you show, less important if you to me. Up, if you show up with Ethan, though, after six months, I'm perfectly okay. I'm okay with That's that. Cool. I'm okay with that. But when I first heard that Ether, because it's like, okay, when you see somebody punch somebody, it's like, I don't know if y'all remember, let, let, let me use a different analogy. I'm a Laker fan. Shaq had got traded from the Lakers. He came back to play on, he dunks on Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum's a bum. But the next, the very next play, Bynum come back and dunk back on him. It's like that kickback is like, ooh, okay. You snap yeah. back on him. Yeah. And Ether, bro, he, he came with it, though. I actually liked uh, Ho's response to that. You know what I'm saying? On the blueprint, too. He he snapped on that, too, but I think it was just too little too late. And I think he kind of, when you start listening to what he's saying, and I ain't going to give y'all no more bars, but I'll be listening to nah, what I'm saying. Nah, drop some bars on that, um, man. That's he said, uh, ain't I supposed to be absorbed myself every time it's a tragedy? I'm the first one to help. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, whoever questioned that? Like, that's not what we're talking about here. We talk about that this man just smacked you in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? But Hove had bars on there. He said, uh, I'm a legend. He said, uh, I gave you life when niggas was forgetting you emceed. I'm a legend. You should take a picture with me. You should be happy to be in my presence. I should charge you a fee. I'm big dog, Glenn Rob. Listen, God, you a flea. And your little homie Jungle's just a garden to me. I was like, okay. Uh, all right. You know what I'm saying? He, he snapped. What the fuck? He snapped. Bro, if he would have came with that, if he would have came with that first, then that we've been talking a whole different story. We probably would have been looking at another round of. You know, so goes back like, yeah. to what I said. Like you don't, you don't throw shots, especially the first shot with some pop shit. The only person who could do that was Tupac. Like, like, and I don't even yeah. know if that was the first shot or not. Well, uh, right. I think if I up. remember right, oh, uh, you talk about hit him up. Mm -hmm. um, Biggie kind of started that though. You know, what I'm saying, but who shot you? Who shot you? Yo. And uh, the crazy thing about that is. He made that song and it was supposedly talking about Pac. Hey. But I actually went to Quad Studio where the shooting happened at where Pac got shot at the first time. So it was like not to celebrate him getting shot or nothing like that, but that kind of started the East Coast, West Coast mm. beef. You know what I'm saying? So to be there and kind of see that and know all the people who had recorded in that studio, or whatever, was kind of a dope thing. You know what I mean? Kind of like paying homage, I guess, in a sense, to like my favorite rapper. Yeah. Yeah, so that's 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 that man. I, I really pay attention to lyrics though, man. And I I um I listen to more. To me, what goes into making a hot rapper is cadence, mm. concepts, unique voice, uh, and content. You know what I'm saying? Because you got some people that just don't be talking about shit. Just Flat out, I'm like, or repetitive. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, is it okay to not talk about shit, but to 
but like whatever it is that you're saying is being said in a um, in a creative way. You know, cause uh, what Sam how uh Sam was talking earlier, like, and he said some shit like Wayne doesn't have any substance, you know, like, and I thought about I it, you know, like, and it's it. a handful of songs that I could think of off top where Wayne has some substance in those songs. And, and those are songs, my, you know, those are my favorite songs. I think, <clears throat> I think with Wayne, he's very creative. You know, what I'm saying we're putting words together, but to me, I I take a point away from somebody who may be creative and they saying something and they just putting words together that sound good, but it really don't mean shit because mm -hmm. I could do that all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't really mean nothing. You know what I mean? But put some words together that have some meaning, that stir some emotion, that attach to it and while freestyling. Then that means something to me. But you know, you just saying a whole bunch of words that rhyme with gun and fun and you sound like cat in a hat to me. You know what I'm saying? And to me, the type of music that a person listen to denotes their level of intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Like A B C D E F G song is very entertaining to a toddler. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you listen to this old bullshit and it's very entertaining, to me it's always a clue of your intel your intelligence, your intellect level. If you really ent entertained by that. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Of course, I'm a conscious rapper, so I like conscious music the most. And I ain't one of those, uh, which I say, I ain't, a, I ain't an old head. You know what I'm saying? I ain't an old head. I'll be listening. Like you know what I'm saying? I ain't an old head. You OG. You know what I'm saying? So it just, I love the sport of it. I look at, I look at, um, I look at hip hop. I look at music almost as if like uh, Kobe looking at footage of a basketball game. You know what I'm saying? I go back and I critique my verses. Should I have said this? What could I have said to have more impact? There's sometimes that I put a curse word in the song on purpose just to get your attention, to draw your attention because I want you to see what I'm saying. And then there's other times that I'll omit it on purpose so that it draws a point. You know what I mean? So I, I look at it very much so by that. But at the end of the day, y'all was talking about church and Kanye and all that. And I'll be listening. You know what I'm saying? I do believe that we're accountable for every word that we say. So if it's going to be something that I'm going to put out to the public that people could play over and over and over, yeah. I got to say something. There's too much going on in our culture. You know, there's too many people suffering that you got this platform where you can really create and, and stir people in the right direction. And you talking about some bullshit because in essence, one trapper Trap rapper is really the same as the other. It's a different person, different name, different city, same narrative. Yeah. So when that image is repetitively played in his child's mind, he think it's cool. He think, oh, well, I'll listen to this one. But it's the same message in essence, you know, if that makes sense. I'm just going to pick a different beat that's going to sound just like that beat. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about the same shit. And I think that's what's wrong with... With a, that's what's wrong with a lot of uh, yeah with, with a lot of because when I listen to it it's hard for me to determine and maybe I am a, 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 a old head in this sense because I listen to certain songs and I don't know if the cat is a rapper or a singer like do he rap or do he sing like which one do we do and people be like I oh, will can he do both like well and actually ain't even a what Gilly say you you're not a singer you're a harmonizer <laughs> I think, <laughs> Gilly I think is that why, nigga <laughs> I think that's why uh People are, can be easily can easily say that NBA Youngboy is the, the Tupac or better than Tupac. 
Because why? Because he harmonizes. Well, no, I say because rapping is easier now. Yeah. Everybody feels like that they can do it. Rapping yeah. is at a point where it's 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 not that hard anymore. So people are easily influenced by the same thing because you're hearing yeah. the same thing, the same message, the same word. I'll be hearing certain songs, bro, and I don't even know if it's a different artist or not. You know what I mean? My my kids be telling me now that that's. No, little yeah, boo boo. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, well, and and that's also a difference in my era because, like, yo, like coming up in the in the age of, and I understand things change or whatever, so I'm not, but certain eras get things right. Let me say that, you know, what I'm saying, and in our era, like, if you was even considered to be biting somebody else's style, then that was a problem. That's the problem that bone crucial conflict and do or die have with each other because who was the first fast rapper? Who was the first group rapping like that? Because it was so much about being different where now it's totally different. It's the total opposite is how much can I be like everybody else? I think how- uh, I heard a dope story. It was about uh, that's the issue that Ja Rule had faced before he uh, came out with uh, as an artist. Sounded like DMX. DMX. Yeah, they oh, yeah. sound too much like DMX. Oh, yeah. He had, a, he had a bald head or a cut head at the time. He, they was both wearing the bandanas. Yeah. They was both in New York. When he you know came what I'm out, you know, like in his he, own lane, he killed shit. He, they, they said Ja Rule disappeared for eight months, had the debut album done, a complete different sound, and had braids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes mean, because you know that's what you gotta do. Sometimes. Yo, you you bite my style. That was a whole thing. Like you know, I mean, biting the style. You know what I mean? Right, there was a cat named. Uh, I'm about to fuck him up now. Man, there was a cat that was with Jermaine Dupree. Same thing. He sounded just like Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think of the cat name right now, but that go to show you my point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it it was, yeah. He sounded just like Jiggy. He was like, mm, yeah. you can't do that. Right. I think that's the art. I think that's the problem with a lot of artists nowadays too, though, is that uh, one question that I feel like you should be, you should ask yourself or get asked is, who are you as an artist? If you don't ask yourself that, you're not serious as a rapper because unless you ask yourself that, you can't define your target market. If you can't define your target market, then you're not marketing. Yeah. Then you you a uh, cat who has the ability to rap but you're not a rapper what uh, makes you stand out like who what makes you what makes you different you talking me personally no, 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 oh no, no, okay no, i'm just saying like this is a question right you yeah well you should ask question. yourself because you you gotta you gotta have niche marketing you know what i'm saying like yeah. i was talking to uh the homie jr you know what i'm saying <laughs> i was talking to homie <laughs> and uh i was telling him that i had to discover that for myself you know what i'm saying because which time for example uh you'll notice that the most popular artists here usually have a West Coast sound, Mm -hmm. a West Coast Bay Area sound. Mm -hmm. My sound is more East Coast, you know what I'm saying? So I struggled at times because you want the support of your city, but you got to know what business is too, you know what I'm saying? So I had to, I was trying to sell chicken to steak lovers instead of selling chicken to chicken lovers, you see what I'm saying? So when I started moving outside of Wichita moving, you know, uh, moving in Cleveland, being in uh, uh, New York area, you know, marketing on the East Coast in Boston. And my my uh, response was a lot better and uh, my reception was a lot better because I learned my target market. If you don't know that, then you already lost. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about 
certain brands mean certain things. Like when you see a, a, a Honda Pilot, you think of like a soccer mom, you know what I'm saying? Because that's their target audience. They ain't trying to sell Honda uh, Pilots to uh, Ted who's ultra rich and a playboy. He, he driving Ferrari. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to know what you are. And I think that so many artists here in Wichita and in general get frustrated because they don't know their target market. When you find your target market, it's a lot easier because people understand it. When you get frustrated that people, you know, ain't like your songs, but you doing gangster rap, but this person doesn't listen to gangster rap. No. And then you get frustrated, like, man, ain't nobody supporting me. And ain't that nobody supporting you, you just ain't getting in front of the right people. You know what I'm saying? So when I do my market research, I'm looking at J. Cole's, I'm looking at Nas, I'm looking at Kendrick, I'm seeing what they fans is doing. I'm on Facebook ads, seeing what type of ads they running. I'm seeing what blogs conscious rappers are on. I'm seeing these type of things because those are the channels that I use to get my message out. But that all revolves around knowing your lane. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And knowing what you what you doing. So let me ask you this. Who's an artist, a current artist, that you can look at and say, I admire their their business mind? Um, there's a lot. I tend to like the moguls more. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to be. Yeah, <laughs> eventually. I, one of my favorite uh, industry people is Dame Dash. Okay. I love Dane. You know what I'm saying? I hope to meet him one day. He may not say things in a way that people like, but he be right about a lot of the things that he oh, yeah. says. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He just said it in a certain manner. But uh, artist-wise, though, asshole. I love it, though, because keep it real with me. Don't don't sugarcoat it. Fact. But um, Tech yeah, 9, man. You said what? Whatever is on his mind. But you got to... Yeah, and people get offended by it, but... To me, it's like sometimes a kick in the ass is better than a pat on the back. We all want the pat on the back, but we want the kick in the ass. It was yeah. the people who tell told me, yo, nah, this shit whack. I don't like this. You know what I'm saying? No artist want to admit that, but I done been told, yo, that shit whack. So you either give up or go back to the drawing board. You know what I mean? And you got to have those moments. You know what I'm saying? If you reach greatness, I think. Why don't you think Tech 9 gets the respect he deserves? Because you see a lot of these like people coming out with these top twenty, top fifty uh, lists or whatever and stuff like that. I don't usually ever see Technon's name on a list. I think it's for the same reason why the people in Wichita get chose for the list that they do. I think that the market here mirrors the bigger market, and what it is is people are judging. Is the it's like the measure by which they judge. Mm -hmm. Technon put out an album whenever he want to. He got creative control. He was on a Forbes list. I, I remember looking at the source. It was Lil Wayne, Tech 9 and Drake. You know what I'm saying? So he getting money, you know what I'm saying? But he ain't doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. That's part of it. He's smart because 86% of hip-hop is purchased by white people. When you go to Tech 9 show, they know every word. As fast as they can be rapping. Da, 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 da. Yeah. They know every yeah. word. But he puts... Yeah. So I think with the... With the like gothic imagery that kind of turned niggas off, you know what I'm saying? For a while, niggas was like, yo, he, he on some devil shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was fortunate enough to meet him and talk to him, and he's one of the uh, people who, again, I was blessed to get game with. The people who I met, I would never like, and maybe I should have been, but I would never like, yo, put me on, put me on. I was more like, give me this missing puzzle 
so I could mm-hmm. do it for myself. But I'm from the Master P era. I watched Master P make hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? As a black man in the 90s getting it, he was dropping two, three CDs a week. He His mama had a record. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think he put Jesus at one week. Like, yo, Jesus. I got Slides, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm your savior. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they... It's definitely attracting Jesus saying that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, don't, they don't put tech on the... It's a correlation. They don't put tech on that list for the same reason why they won't go be an entrepreneur themselves. Because they don't respect people who do things for themselves. They respect the worker. They talk like a boss, but they a worker. If you ain't... You know what I mean? I agree with that. But I also feel like it's because, like, Tech 9 isn't mainstream. And I don't as, think that he he's ever... Late. Huh? He has been as late. There's been some... Oh, I, I think that's by last, choice, though, bro. It's definitely I, I, I definitely agree with that. The I definitely like agree with that. Because I feel like it's the same thing with currency. You know, like, but, I, mean, like right. I think that, like, by choice, they're like, you know what, okay, I'm going to stay over here and... This lane, this amount of money is all I need. I, you know, at one like, point, Tech Nine set a bar. He was like, I'll never go mainstream. Mainstream is going to have to come to me or me yeah. or some shit like yeah. that. And for the last, like, four years, I can say, like, I've seen or heard a Tech Nine song on the uh, Hot 100. Or you know like what? It's been in the top 50. That's and I remember a, that's listening a, like, old to, to have me Tech fans in the 90s. Tech, nine, Tech Nine is doing runs on the Breakfast Club. Like, mm. you used to Never see that. Yeah, yeah. You know, we was listening to tech in the nineties. Um, when when Wayne put him on what the Carter Four. Yeah. Uh huh. I feel like he he himself even acknowledged like since he said my name has been a change in my lane. But yeah. like because like, those because those Wayne fans instantly turned to tech because so what that's because we'll acknowledge too Wayne. We love Wayne in the black community as far as his rap, uh, his rap legacy. But white people love Lil Wayne. You're absolutely right. So but you know, do you think that some of those that like some of those white people that didn't even like Pete Tech all of a sudden mm-hmm. became huge fans because he was on the uh, song they favorite rapper? A- absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, let's just let's just be for real. Part of it is that people don't do their research. You I know, mean, hip hop is very what have you done for me lately. You talk about this cat tech, but he got songs with pop. You know what I'm saying? This is this is even before. I mean, I'm, this is yeah, early pop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got songs with pop. He got uh, I, I think it was on the Gridlock soundtrack. Maybe you know he you was. Know what? I just heard it like Jones. recently, like in the past two years. So I know exactly what you're talking about because the tech album had dropped. You know, like and I haven't listened to a whole tech project since I was like young, young. You know, so right. he had dropped a project like in the last two years, um, and I went and I've been listening to it. You know, like and I have a theory that like if an album is good, I'm going to want to go and listen to more. You know, like 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 as soon as it's off. So you know, so that's exactly what happened with that album. You know, like and I seen like how 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 long he's been here. Right. How much of a staple like his his sound and his lane truly is for us. Absolutely, especially for us in the Midwest. No, nah, absolutely. I mean, he's a man. He did it smart. I mean, bro. I see. Mm-hmm. I went to Tech Nine shows. He's selling like eighty, ninety dollar thongs, two hundred dollar football jerseys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Strange. Crazy. Strange. But selling out when he leaves. Yeah, absolutely. And this, this is the thing. 
so Chris Calico is a friend of one of my friends. And so that's how I met Tech. And uh, thanks to Tech and Strange, I met a lot of different people. Uh, I was kind of telling John the other day, I met Slaughterhouse uh, with Joe Buttons, Joel Ortiz. I met Autumn Cats, you know what I'm saying? A month later, you know what I'm saying? This is before they got signed by Eminem. A month later, these cats is on the cover of XXL. Talk about they got signed. I met uh, Cali Swag District here in Wichita. You know what I'm saying? A week or two later, I hear, teach me how to Dougie. They was telling me about it like, yo, yeah, this shit hot back out, you know, west or whatever. And I'm like, ah, yeah, okay, I don't dance. You know what I'm saying? And But I, I learned a valuable lesson. You know what I'm saying? That everybody's connected. Don't sleep on somebody. You know what I'm saying? You never know who know who. Definitely. That's a fact. Definitely. Uh, do you think that's something that artists in Wichita don't utilize to take advantage of? Each other. You know what I'm saying? Each other. That's part of it. And um, because of the era that I grew up in, again, with Master P and, you know what I'm saying? You got to think like Master P, Puffy, you know what I'm saying? Suge Knight. Uh, those are just like some J Prince, you know what I'm saying? Those are some of the more notable uh, moguls. Um, uh, Uncle Russ, you know what I'm saying? Def Jam, you know what I'm saying? But you still had like Tony Draper, you know what I'm saying, with Suave House. You still had Priority Records that had Black Market and all these other groups just popping. So my mentality was different about it. I didn't go into the game necessarily just wanting to be an artist. I wanted to be a record label owner. So I took time to really learn about the ins and outs of the game. And I think that more artists need to learn that because now it's easier for you to just go make a song, but they ain't really learning the business of how's work, what mechanical royalties are, which copyrights are, how to do those type of things. Those help you understand the bigger picture of how the money flows in the industry. I think that that technical know-how is missing a lot because there's some artists here who have great talent, but they ain't, they don't know how to monetize it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking to them, telling them, yo, bro, if I had the attention that you got right now, I would do it like this. This is what I do. Because I'm always showing love. You know what I'm saying? There ain't an artist in the town who uh, can't say that I don't show them love. Like when you go to my page on Facebook and you scroll down, you'll see all the people who I share and like. And I also recognize who don't share and like back. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? You do your thing. But just know that they going to come or that number going to change. <laughs> it's on its way. If not, I'm already here. Man, I feel great, man. Like, this year has been so great for me, man. Like, I just recorded the the uh, album Melanin Sons. That's my new project that's coming out. Man, it's 10 joints. It's my best project. I know a lot of people say that, but, like, it's my best project because it's my most intimate project. You can't listen to the album and not learn who I am. You can't not learn something about me. And I think that with all the stuff that's going on, you know, Trump in office, all this racist stuff, Black men trying to rediscover who we are. I think that um, this album is needed. It's really about the rites of passage. In our community, we don't really have that. You know what I'm saying? In certain cultures, for young black men, there's a, a rites of passage that says it's time for you to stop being a boy and be a man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those that don't want to grow up and be a man, I, I call them Peter Pans. <laughs> they boys who don't want to grow up. But there's nothing to signify that in our community. So you got... Cats is our age and older who still be acting like boys. You know what I'm saying? So the album is kind of telling you like, yo, we all go through this. 
but it's a process you got to go through. You got to start thinking on a higher level. You know what I'm saying? Because if we don't learn to bond with each other, then what do we have out here? You know what I'm saying? And so, man, it's 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 really a great album, man. Um, and more than anything, I just want to inspire people, man. Like I went from a cat who, like I said, had two kids as a sophomore who got locked up, you know what I'm saying, to a cat who ran for office and was elected, yeah. who's... I've done TV, I've done radio, I've, you know what I'm saying? I've dropped albums, I've, you know, <laughs> I was in the movie, you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, I've started businesses, you know what I'm saying? Actually, I'm selling my food truck. I had a food truck for like two years, you know what I mean? And that's from a cat, like I said, who was, was people wouldn't think that I'd be where I'm at today, you know what I'm saying? So everything that's been happening it's been wonderful. Defy the odds. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not. A, I'm not much of a bragger. Most of the stuff that I do, if you don't hear about it, you just don't hear about it because I feel like what I do should speak more for myself than me always. Yo, yo, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I did this. You know what I'm saying? Because pound for pound, you know what I'm saying. There's very few artists in my city whose resume could really stack up with mine. There's few artists that got four albums. Go name. How many artists and drop four albums? I'm not talking about CDRs with Sharpies. I'm talking about pressed up, barcoded. You can find it on whatever platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, um, how many artists did their own TV show? How many artists did their own radio show? How many artists is doing a, you know what I'm saying, YouTube channel? It ain't that they can't. It's just that I am. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now, talk about that. Like uh, one, of, one of the highlights of my career personally is... Um, being a graduate from WSU, I did a Wichita State anthem. While it didn't play on the radio, it played at the home games. So they played it when the team would come in. And to hear your song blasting in the stadium to 10,000 people. How long ago was that? About uh, four years ago. It's called Game Night. So I swear I heard that song. Yeah, you probably, yeah, you know. Because I, because over the years, I've been to a few WSU games. Yeah. Our family, uh, family friend, she loves uh, the games and she gives us some tickets from time to time and I swear I've heard this song and I'm like yo this is local like yeah you know and the, and the difference mine played at the baseball stadium a couple times too the difference I know some people was doing it whatever well mine was an all sports anthem it wasn't just basketball yeah. but man you know you that's a highlight man when you um, that's an accomplishment yeah you know 10,000 people hearing your song at once and I got to go to the games and see them learning the song and yeah, you know what I'm saying and, and singing you it, got, yeah. You guys, fifty some year old white folks. Talk about this game night. Yeah. I hope you got your game tight. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's hard. Yeah, and Getting ready for they shockers. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so being an alumni, our team was hot. You know, and it's things like that. Like I be, I be watching and I be hearing a lot of cats and they be talking. Yo, I'm, I'm the best here. I'm the best that. And really, man, flat out, you know what I'm saying? Being in the best in Wichita don't really mean shit. No, you know what I mean? And that's why you never hear me saying that. You know, I don't even want to be the best in Wichita. I want to be the best ever. But Period. You want to be your favorite rapper. I do want to be your favorite rapper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Hey, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Um, you you wear a lot of hats. Yeah. And I want to know what do you feel is your duty or responsibility towards the black community? Because you offer so much. Man. Um, 
a generic answer would be to do my best. But on the deeper level is I think that a lot of, I know I'm probably going to catch flack about this, whatever, right? I think that a lot of black people want things to change between whites and blacks because they want to be in the power position and not because they want to return to a lifestyle that's more spiritual and closer to God. And I think that, in essence, that's part of the problem why we having so many problems uh, getting to that point where we want to be as black people is because our focus is wrong. Well, if you own your biblical stuff, you know what I'm saying, then you know that it says that, you know, all things come from spirituality. Seek first the kingdom of God, right? That's saying seek spirituality first and all the materialistic things will be added to you, but we searching for materialistic things and in the end, they really don't even matter because you go to work and you go spend all these hours, you go get these pair of Jordans and you hype about them. You wear them a couple of times and then you sit them down and they still the same like everybody else and they don't have that luster. But when you think about, yo, you remember the time we did that podcast or you remember the time we did that, that emotion, that feeling is still fresh and that's what's real to you. We didn't trade it in our sense of spirituality and our sense of morality for uh, materialistics. So for me, I try to, with hip-hop vernacular, if you will, tell people, yo, it's cool to be righteous. It's all right to love your brother. You know what I'm saying? Now, you should honor your woman. You know what I'm saying? Now, do better in your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Even if everybody else fucking up, yo. And, and, you know, this really fucks me up a lot, though, bro, is it like, we only have one known for sure inhabitable planet, right? Mm. That we know for sure where life can take place at. And look at the dumb shit we do on it. Look yeah. at the shit that be the most important to us. You know what I mean? And it it just blows my mind. I'm like, why don't everybody else think like this? And I realized that maybe everybody else don't think like this, but it's your responsibility to show them that it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully a kid will pick up an is record and he'll hear, you know, damn, I don't got to be like that. I could do something different. You know what I'm saying? Um, not to keep quoting bars, you know what I'm saying? But I said, uh, um, I said, you ain't got to be the devil. You can be Jesus. We can be creators instead of being creatures. You know what I'm saying? And when you really think what I'm trying to tell you is, yo, you ain't got to like, I, I, I'll use URL like battle rap, right? Mm. I love it for its, uh, play on words and whatever. But in a sense, I'm also turned off about it because it's like everybody's so ooh and ah about somebody talking such dark shit yeah. about how I'm going to kill you. And you could come up with a hundred ways to say I'm going to shoot you and you can't come up with one way to say I'm going to try to be a better man. Yeah. I feel like that would kill somebody. But it's battle rap though. Like, I feel like that like, would kill Right. Like, but you but can't imagine if a don't build rapper, me up and we no, battle Imagine if a battle rapper came out and like literally was like, "Yo, like right now, I'm finna forgive you for all your sins." Right here is because I'm finna make sure that you go to the heaven's gates. So, so, <laughs> okay, you know what so, I'm saying? So are you battling right now on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, "Holy son, holy daughter." I'm gonna hit you with this holy water. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody bow your head for this nigga. You know what I'm saying? I said bow your head for this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because God died and was dead for this nigga. You know what I mean? Like, yo, we just, yo, we just made a skit that would be fun. Nah, definitely that. Definitely that. Play. But nah, but I just have this thing where it's like 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 the 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 
darker shit, you know, that like that like holds like blasphemous shit to like the evils. Like I don't know why, but that's like I, man, I one get it. of my favorite hove songs. The, yeah, the evils, yeah, yeah. Just I, to hear the blasphemy. Like I, I don't I, know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I like the dark shit. Though. Yeah, bro. When I first heard Nas said when I was twelve, I went to hell for snuffing Jesus. I was scared of the nigga for like two days. I was like, yo, I can't even listen yeah, to this sad things. Like, yo, yo. <laughs> then you thought about it. You said, yo, yeah, Jesus, I'm sorry. That shit was hard. <laughs> I was like, what well, the balls of him to say it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hmm. Like you snuff Jesus. Sometimes you gotta catch the nigga's attention. That caught your attention, like you. Know I mean? <laughs> but I don't bro, know who said it though. But I like, snuffed Jesus. Who caught that nigga slipping? <laughs> I mean, how hard do you got to be that all-knowing Jesus didn't know you was going to punch him? And you landed it. And, like, what made you, what did Jesus do to you? Like, yo, I'm about, I'm about to snuff. Hey, you know that nigga Christ? I'm snuffing him when I see him. <laughs> What's the first move after you snuff Christ? Repentance. This <laughs> is That's a good question. No, no, no. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, man. Oh. Uh, I just think, man, that it amazes me when somebody says something that's meaningful and, you know, got bars behind it. Because mm-hmm. you got both. Common is dope. Nas is dope. Kendrick Com- is dope. Common, 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 common. Kendrick is definitely, like, in my top five. I respect Kendrick. He's in the Gemini Rapper Club, as am I. You know what I'm saying? Gymnasium oh, Unite, God. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, my name is Iz, and I want to be your favorite rapper. Me, me and Kendrick got the same birthday. What's your birthday? 17th. June? Okay. So, if y'all ain't heard about the Gemini Ice Rappers Cube Club. Ice Cube, Tupac, Biggie, Andre 3000, me, me. Rello. Rello. Me. <laughs> you don't know who I got? Rick fucking Soldier Boy. Okay. Andre 3000. Soldier Boy changed some shit, though. Soldier Boy will go down as a legend. But is he a Gemini? Nah, he's a Leo. Oh, but you claim he's I mean, you know what? I'm going to claim the whole Y'all got though. Barack Obama. Bam. That's the best one y'all got. I we mean, got, shit. Leo got Photon, so that's got all we need, truthfully. Well, hold on, who? We got Donald Trump. Okay, since you brought it up and we talk about politics. DJ is kind of hard though, you know what I'm saying. You may not like him, but he's hilarious Donald and Trump, shit. DJ, when you a Gemini? Donald Trump's actions make all the sense. Did you call him world. DJ? Yeah, his yeah, his middle name is J. Uh, D, <laughs> DJ. I, I swear on everything, like the shit. You might make, be Illuminati. <laughs> oh yeah, DJ is a fool. Hey, hey, send that send that contract DJ? though. He, he some, Donald Trump might not make sense on a lot of shit, but if you a Gemini and you see Donald Trump's actions, you'd be like, you're not surprised. No, no, no. <laughs> because that nigga is stupid, bro. When he says one thing and turns around and denies uh, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Bro, it's hard. But right? I've never seen it. I never seen it and I'll be like, this nigga is pimping everybody. He's hard, bro. Like, bro, I just, he I just watch his tweets and die laughing. Man, bro. he understands one important rule. And that's that the wise men can play the fool, but the fool cannot play the wise men. Okay. You dig? He's smart enough to play dumb. And they fall for it every you time. You think he playing dumb? Man, come on. So, so like in the you, uh, Benny's press conferences, he 
He knows what's going on, but he's just dancing around questions. Oh, 100%. Okay. Gemini's. See, I was hoping he was just no. Gemini's have a a way with words. That's why so many of us is rappers. He he off the top of his head with that shit. He 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 believes in himself. And once he gets in his bag, Man, it's over. He probably He's gone. if Takashi can get a deal, he probably gonna rap after Think this. Think about this. Anytime you hear Donald Trump or whatever talk, right? It sounds like it's fresh, like right off the You're top. Really calling him DJ from now on. DJ. DJ. <laughs> Anytime you hear DJ, DJ like, four five. That sounds like off the dome, right? <laughs> Why is it that every time DJ talk, they got clips? Every, every time. Man. And it's always Ready some shit. You know what I mean? It's Ready to all. Go. That's he, he be sneak dissing. He be like, uh, well, there is no collusion with Russia, and I think there are a whole bunch of jackasses. But uh, yeah, like <laughs> you don't even notice it. Like, dang, he just, I just dissed you. <laughs> like, you know, he say shit. <laughs> you know, man. You, he's put himself in a point where other countries it's like, yo, he's too stupid. But then, like he said. He he know y'all taking me stupid, so it's like I can say whatever I want, cause you just gonna basically say. How do y'all think that like like that like all of this shit with DJ Forty Five is gonna end for us? Like like I'm a, will he be the last president? Like his time traveling yeah. uncle suggests. You remember that movie V for Vendetta? Was when all, when all the uh, fireworks was going off yeah. and that nigga was just doing. Yeah, that's gonna be Donald. Trump. You remember the movie <laughs> Idiocracy where uh, fucking Terry Crews was the president yeah. in a blonde uh, wig? Uh, yeah, bro, that's Trump right now, man. Bro, bro that shit. Politics. And that's exactly what it is, bro. Is it's like complete idiocracy. It's idiocracy for black people to be as invested in the political system as we are. It was never created for us. No. We never right, so we never gonna be a part of it. So like to me, when I watch Donald Trump, keep in mind I'm a political science major. Mm-hmm. I'm even elected official. When I watch politics, to me it's like watching WWE. It's like entertaining to me. Crime like, time. Yeah. It's just well, cause think Donald, about it, right? Donald Trump is a great heel. Man, he's, he's a great a salesman, man. He's a great salesman. You know what I mean? It's like if if I'm a Republican and y'all Democrats and I'm like, yo, let's get this money together. Is y'all going to tell me no? No. Nah. Okay. So the only political party that matters is the central bank. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this now. Right. What, what would you say to a young black man who's never voted? Nothing. <laughs> I would love you, that answer. Would you, would you encourage him to vote or nah or like cuz this is the thing you you always hear and uh you know since I want to be a favorite rapper you could go watch my YouTube video from last week where I kind of explain this. Mm. Um <laughs> I did watch that shit. Though. You know what I'm saying? The 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 thing about it is is that Oh. <laughs> Not voting is a tactic as well. You know, saying our state legislators, whether on the federal level or on the local level, or I mean on state level, you know, there's been examples of when they didn't want to vote to pass, they didn't want to go vote for it, they even went across the border, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, to another state where they can't vote it because they're not in state limits. So that's an actual strategy. I don't really think that it even matters because to me, the problems with black people ain't even political or economic. There are some areas in po- politics and economics where we could do a better job, but ours is social, uh, cultural, 
spiritual. Those are our issues. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how to get along with each other. I could say, like on Battle Rap, I can tell you all these ways I could kill you, but I can't say, black man, I love you. I respect you. That nigga would win that battle. <laughs> you know? I still believe that shit. He would. He would. If you went in What's there and just straight up uplifted the other battle rapper, like you ain't even got to like, you Somebody don't, you don't, I'm thinking you don't have to compliment right his now, career. Man. Nothing at all. But you just right. literally just sit there and clown and get in his head about how like you're going to make him a better man. You know what I'm saying? What are you gonna go? Uh, holy water. You don't see holy water. Little holy Bless water. Bless you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Bless <laughs> you. Now I got a card in the bottles back here for the rest of you. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody call Smack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rello ready. You know what I'm saying? Uh, see, see that's Rello right there. Smooth. Full Real. of grace. God, I don't want that smoke. Holy oil. On your face. Oh, <laughs> you know what shit. I'm saying? Niggas got bars in here tonight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know? I you smoking weed, it. riding around, listening to 50 Cent. I'm in here burning incense trying to get you to repent. <laughs> like, deal. You walked in your apartment and saw your girl on her knees. I just told her to get down to get closer to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that, y'all. Granny, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Granny. I ain't. I, 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 I know it was a play proven exclusive <laughs> tag team. Holy water and Christ like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're still that shit. You know what I mean? They, oh, they want that tag team. Holy water you know and Christ like. Bro, that's hard as a motherfucker, bro. Facts. Let's run it. Yeah, man. Y'all niggas is ignorant. But I just think uh, I, I do get asked, like, yo. You know, because my message is kind of uplifting. And you like a Christian rapper? Are you a Christian rapper? And I'm like, nah, I don't. Because I, I, I really think that, um, I think Christian rappers is holy hustling. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're holy hustling. They got one ear out in the streets. Yeah, because. They got another ear in the church. Well, yeah, because. That's Right, because okay, if a if I mean a, if not a, necessarily though, it's playing the game for what it is, bro. Come on, if if a Christian rapper take Lil Wayne's song and rechop it up, then they all for that. But let Lil Wayne take. You remember Tony? Tony? Tony had the song "Hey Little Walter," mm -hmm. and it had the same melody as "Wade in the Water." Mm -hmm. They was losing their mind about that. How yeah, dare they disrespect the church like that? Like, you know, like look at that time frame. Versus what Kanye is doing, right I now. love what he's doing though. I do. I think. I think he on the cutting edge, mm -hmm. actually, because you know we just keeping it real, man. Like more cats would go to the church if you could like smoke a joint and hear some dope music. I'm like a bean. That's so anxious that he uh, flipped. So anchored. Yeah. So I, like, <laughs> I, I actually saw the lyrics on a video. That's just hard. And now it turns out that each bar is a verse, a Bible verse. Oh, wow. I, I, Kanye, that's, man. Let me say, I like that's, the structure. That's some, Kanye. Work, that's some work into Kanye. that. I like the structure. I ain't so much into the message necessarily because. Yeah, that's a whole different podcast, yeah, man. But yeah, I think I think he owned something. I think that the 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 need of the black community has outgrown the structure that the black church can provide, and people are still looking for something spiritual, but they need it in a new way. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? 
And that's just what it is. Like Jesus need a rebrand. Jesus, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Turn up for Christ. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Like, if you really put some infamous emphasis into him turning water into wine, you might get <laughs> Bro, I think they need to they need to put a DJ in there. You know what I'm saying? And shorten the message. You know what I mean? Bring let, DJ in. Let you smoke some green. <laughs> some green. You know what I mean? Hear the word. Y'all, I'm not going to lie to you. If there was a church where you could smoke during a service. Bro, you wouldn't go. I mean, Kanye the same dude that said he, he would go. Oh, he yeah, he'd be there. Hey, he would be in the back smiling. Nah, like, <laughs> if, I, if, if I found a church before where he could respond to what, what the pastor has to say. <laughs> hey, yo, yo. Oh, it's lit. Swear. Man, I'm telling you right that's, now. That's a good that's point, though. That's the most hey. lit service you've ever been to. What, what, what Yeezy say? He, uh, I asked the reverend if the strip club's cool. If my <laughs> tips help send a pretty girl through school. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 You got to be able to have some type of dialogue with the pastor. I definitely agree with that. So if I could smoke and chop it up with the nigga, I probably would, but I still highly doubt it, though. Yo, I want to, because the spirit of the Lord just came over me. Oh, shit. I'm a prophesy. The door is open. Oh, that's that breeze. <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I got yo. I got a I got a prophecy that um there's gonna be a rapper from Wichita that's gonna blow up within the next three years. Okay. I don't know who it's gonna be. I just got that feeling. Maybe sooner. Sing it. <laughs> See, hey, what's the most iconic gospel song for me? Just in general, like, like Jesus loves me. <laughs> nah, that's Christy. That ain't gospel. It is. You about to make me go pull up the chopped the screw version right now, brother? What? You know I got this chopped, right? <laughs> you chopping brother. church music, bro? I'm a genius, bro. What can I say? <laughs> Bro, see, this is a different era for me because I was a little kid at church and it was only like one dude, two dudes in the choir. So it was time to hit the male voice. It was like it was like real light. <laughs> the two tenors in the top. Yeah, yeah. Speaking. There was two. It was I only was two. Those, I was the one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, the name with the rain down. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like the Porter Sisters, though. The Pointer Sisters? And the okay. Clark Sisters. Okay. I think my favorite, I got two favorite gospel songs. Um, the Clark Sisters, uh, I'm Looking for a Miracle. And uh, uh, it's an old one. A lot of people sung it, so you just never, you know, it's church songs. You don't know who's original. But, uh, uh, you know, even if the storms keep on raging, that song is, you know, that song's dope. You, you know what I mean? Clark Sisters? Yeah. Which one? I'm Looking for a Miracle. Karen Clark Shear or something like that? Oh, Fine. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so. You're ignorant. Yeah, but you know what, though? And I know I'm going to probably get some flack for this. But fuck it, let's just get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mama, I'm sorry. But church music just sounds so slavery-ish to me. I don't know. I just feel like Big when I'm in church and I hear it, you know what I'm saying? When I hear it, I feel like I should run north or something. You know what I mean? Run like, north. I don't know. Like, <laughs> moss grow on the north, boss. See, like, you know what I mean? I, 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 I grew up Baptist. Me too. So, it's that real, like... Slow. 
That's where school music came from. You know what I'm saying? So Yo. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the church is funny, man. Y'all niggas is ugly. <laughs> Bro, I used to be falling asleep. I thought I was a devil. I was like, why every Sunday yeah. I fall asleep in church? I gotta be But I can never stay up in church. That's why I don't know none of them songs that y'all sing here. Man, right I know them all. I, know I just know them. the Kirk Franklins and the Fred Hammonds, man. Nah, and see, I, them is the ones I didn't listen to. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Stop. Yeah, that was all we listened to. I was, now, you know, now every now and then, you know, like I'll play some uh, some Fred while I'm blowing one or something, you know. Man, I'm about to turn tables on y'all, though. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to tell me what y'all hate the most when artists come in here. Oh, shit. <laughs> you ain't got to say no names, but oh, <laughs> here's y'all chance. So, yeah, I forgot I did radio before. So, let me ask y'all some questions. I just don't like niggas that lie. Okay. Because you don't think that we, if you don't think we're going to do your research, our research on you before okay. you come, that's strike one. See, but then, like, you know, like, nah, strike one is if it's an obvious lie. Okay. If it's yeah. an obvious lie, like, 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 nigga, you did that. And Wichita's okay. too small. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one thing is, is like, we're, we're not the rappers in this situation. When rappers get into their bag and they start feeling comfortable, getting comfortable around you, they'll start confessing and tell you whatever. And that's when you start learning some stuff about That shit funny, though. <laughs> one, one thing I hate that artists do when they come in, if they don't want to talk. What's yeah. the point if you come in? If you're not gonna talk, because I'll purposely like I'll purposely get quiet on you, and I'll pause, and I'll right. just see like, and I'll look Can you dead in the eye. Do you think that we've experienced that with, with the podcast, or is that more so realism, bro? For a year and a half, we was interviewing niggas. I can't, <laughs> yeah, but I can't right think there. of nobody who didn't want to talk, and it was just one situation, and and it was a kind of an awkward situation. So I'm gonna chuck it up to that, but like outside of that, though, I can't really think of nobody who didn't want to talk. Yeah, all. All right. So my next question: Why y'all? Why y'all think that people don't mention me more? I mean, because I do want to be your favorite rapper, and when these names is coming up, why y'all think that is name don't come up? I think it like you know like. Like, I think I said this earlier, but I think it all comes down to, like, visibility. Okay. You know, like, and I think that, I like... I be going out of shit, because it ain't my thing, you know what I mean? See, like, you know, like, in, when I seen you, you know, like, I you know, like I figured that you was a rapper, but, you know, like, I didn't, you know, like, I didn't really check to see at first or whatnot, you know, like, I didn't really check into you, like, you know, like, until you hit me. And then after you hit me, I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, this okay. nigga's, like, the real deal. But, you know, like, ultimately, you know, like, I think it comes down to just, like, like consistently dropping music and videos. Right. I think that, you know, like, it comes down to that. And I do think in the next four or five months, we will hear hear a lot more people speaking about you. Um, I'm seeing the reception that you're getting now to the videos that you're dropping. Wait till the music hits. After the music right. hits, it's going to be a whole different lane, you know. So, See, that's called I taking criticism. Sir? Uh, I'm going to keep it real with you, Is um, Please do. I don't think that people will ever classify you specifically as a rapper. Why is that? 
I think that with everything that you have to offer, just as an individual alone, okay. you will be classified as a leader, a role model that's also an amazing rapper. Man, I appreciate that, man. I don't think a I, I don't you don't carry a you, don't, you don't carry yourself as a rapper. You have the you have the rapper swagger to you. Right. You got you got that rapper ego still, <laughs> just like any other rapper. Right. But you don't you don't just act as a rapper. You think of the long term. You think of the bigger the right. bigger the bigger goal, the bigger dream. So if so if in general if you're not just thinking like, oh, I'm just going to drop music, drop music. Yo, my music is going to drop, but bar for bar, you're going to hear something. You're going to get a yeah. message out of this, but then also I'm going to drop a video on you that's going to have a deeper message than you could even think that you were going to click on. Right. Then I'm also not only doing that, but I got a YouTube where I can inspire you and I can motivate you to be, want to be a better father, want to be a better black man, know that man. you are a king, and right. also want to be just a better individual for to your community. You're not a rapper. Man, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> I, I really think, and I say this in all cockiness, not humble, and no, I'm just fucking that. <laughs> I, I really feel like, though, real shit, like a person can't listen to one of my songs and really think about what I'm saying in that song, any song, pick any song that I've done that you can find. I don't think that any person who really sits down and listens to what I'm saying bar for bar cannot be a fan. Because at the end of the day, the beat catches your attention, but what makes you a fan of an artist is their lyrics. This is what they're saying that you can repeat along to and you, you can relate to. There's something you'll repeat from each is song. There, there's not one bar, and I stand by this, there's not one verse on any song that I made that is not full of content. Hmm. That bar for bar is no empty verses. It's nothing just, you know, I'm You're just saying some shit. Not at all. And I try to go line for line. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. And just little shit, man, because I view, even though like Nas and Pac and Jay are my favorites, I still have my criticisms of them from an MC standpoint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that <clears throat> Nas is a great artist, but... With a bad beat selection. That's part of it. <laughs> I wouldn't even disagree with that. And he's my favorite artist. And... Uh, he has several albums that I'm just like, oh, I ain't fooled with for real. You know what I'm saying? With that said, he's still one of my favorite artists. I think Jay is dope uh, because uh, he gets to the he gets to the punchline faster, dimmer than anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is Fifty Cent? It didn't take all day to get to that punchline, but. Up until lately, Jay's music lacked a lot of introspectiveness about him. He was very surface about what he talked about. You know what I'm saying? So, I look at it like that. Pac, and I know I'm going to get criticized for this. Pac had a lot of emotion behind what he was saying. But and he had lyrics, but lyrically he couldn't fuck with Big, though. That's my personal opinion. Big, lyrically having to command the words, you know what I'm saying? And y'all know I can give y'all lyrical references to you know, prove my point. You couldn't fuck with him like that. But there again, Big's problem was that his body of work is so small. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so artists like Ludacris, artists like Fabulous, artists like, you know what I'm saying, Eminem, a lot of these guys benefited, in my opinion, 
from their passing because it left such a void in the game and people was looking for, you know, these type of different things. So even though those are my favorite artists, I still look at them and criticize them, you know, through certain lens, like Pac. Give us some talent. We would have got a bad Pac album. I don't, I don't know the well maybe so we got, we, you probably absolutely yeah, right still was still alive today all of them the shit that Eminem did was there well he had there would, there would be one there would if and I'm not trying to be you know crazy but there would be one Pac album that you, everybody would be like yeah so well, is there a Black Hole album though but that's strictly for my niggas that's volume two in my lifetime what okay okay all right yeah all right all right. That people didn't, you know, fool with. So yeah, strictly for my niggas. That... That's that's. I'm not saying it was a bad album. I'm okay, saying that's right. Pac's album that everybody's like. Okay. Eh. You know, because you had Tupacalypse now first, mm. and Me Against the World was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, All eyes on me. You know what I mean? Niggas so weird. before Magna Pac Carter died, huh? Magna I didn't really bump it. A lot of people didn't bump American yeah, Gangster, nah, but American Gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But American Gangster was dope to me, though. American Gangster is definitely in my top five Hove albums. Yeah. Oh. Magna Carta, nah. That shit was, uh, it was very commercial and rushed, I feel like. Well, I only brought that up to say that, like, think about um, Toss It Up. Mm-hmm. You got Casey and JoJo singing on a song about tossing it up with some girls with Pac on there talking about getting that Dre. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of don't go together. You know what See, I mean? And, it, I, and I so just pointed this out. In, the when, first in my music, I make specific, you know, I, I pay specific attention to does the hook match with what I'm saying in the verse? You know what I'm saying? Am I, am I, do I start off the verse saying one thing and then... At the end, I'm talking about something totally different. You know what I'm saying? And so I think those things matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Albums that you could play all the way through. Now, Machiavelli, from start to finish, you can just play it. It plays through. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's a lot of albums. Uh, Biggie's Ready to Die, his double disc, both sides. It just depends on what mood you in, but you can play both of those all the way through. You know what I'm saying? I mean... That's the type of music I try to make, you know, and I understand that it ain't for everybody. But one thing I know for sure is that I got a very organic uh, fan base mm-hmm. and the people who do fuck with me, fuck with me tough. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always grateful for y'all because I'm already your favorite rapper and I want to stay your favorite rapper. But if you, if I'm not your favorite rapper right now, I really want to be. <laughs> I really want to be sincerely. Is what you got coming up, man? What you working on? Man, uh, so I was in the Pearl 2 uh, movie, so I got the soundtrack coming up. Famous now. Man. Yo, something like a sex symbol, dog. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got the uh, song, uh, not the song, I got the album Melanin Sons coming up. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be dropping at the top of the year. So it's 10 songs on the album. And I got a video that I'm going to release each week along with it. Uh, I was fortunate enough to also hire a publicist uh, for this album, too. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, uh, I got the publicist um, coming up uh, November, early November. I'm going to be, uh, you know what I'm saying, going to New York, uh, meet with a couple people. Uh, I'm trying to get on some podcasts and different things like that out there. Just kind of network, trying to bring some more, uh, uh, some more attention back to the city. 
um, I'm in the early stages of planning, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, um, like a, a March South by Southwest event, you know what I'm saying? In general, just, just really pumping, man, trying to get these YouTube numbers up, uh, some different things like that. But, man, it's, it's been all love, man. This new album is amazing, man. It's 10 tracks. I got uh, one of the tracks uh, from local uh, producer Pierre Allen, B. Smith, Heat Smith. You know what I'm saying? He's cold with the beats, man. Uh, I did one track on there. I bought the other uh, eight off the internet and actually paid for them, so you won't be hearing hey. in the background. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually bought them, so you didn't hear, uh, uh, purchase this track today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that. Um, I'm going back to Costa Rica uh, in a couple of months, and uh, I'm starting off a profit organization, too, uh, in 2020, it's going to be teaching black families about economics. You Man. know what I'm saying? So I'm Much doing that. Man. And, uh, you know, economics and politics and, and, and culture, because those are the things that we're missing. And uh, I just want to do my best, man. So when I get opportunities to be on uh, podcasts like this and get my word out, man, I just try to uh, do that because I feel like if you hear me talk and you listen to my music, you're going to see that it's the same thing. Yeah. The same things that you hear me talking about are here. You will hear me talking about on the album and I ain't like faking the funk. It's the same shit you hear me talk about on YouTube mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, man, I really do love our people. You know what I'm saying? More than anything, you know, and I encourage people, don't be anti-white, be pro-black. You know what I'm saying? Because There's anything, absolutely, because anything that you fight naturally fights you back and, you know, um, there was, there was a, a movie that really stuck out to me. And sometimes you just have those, like I said, sometimes you see the signs and can't interpret what they mean. But I watched a Bruce Lee movie so many years because, you know, who didn't? As kids, we wanted to karate chop the shit out of everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there was a scene where Bruce Lee and his guys on his boat, this guy kept throwing punches at Bruce, trying to get him to fight. And Bruce was like, you want to fight me? Well, let's get on this little boat and go over to the island. We'll fight by ourselves. So the dude's like, all right. So Bruce let him get on the boat first and then just tied it to the bigger boat. So dude looked like a clown and he called it the art of fighting without fighting. We got to learn how to fight a different fight without fighting. You know what I'm saying? We got to change the way we look at things and see that there's multiple ways to get things done. You know what I'm saying? And there's no legislation. They can't put a legislation on me uh supporting you or me supporting you they can't put a legislation on the way you think they can't pass a law that says yo you can't stop and talk to your brother when you see him in the street you know what i'm saying or you can't stop and help your brother when he need it you know what i mean and so uh i'm just trying to spread that message man spread a righteous message all across Absolutely. the planet you know what i'm saying I appreciate y'all having me, man. It means a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's I your boy. Your is. I'm going to be your favorite rapper. You can find me on iz316.com. That's a website. YouTube me, iz316. Um, and yo, one of the highlights. Y'all for real tap in. Y'all appreciate that, man. King's saying some real, real good stuff. Very crazy. dope and informative content. Definitely. And if you don't, I'll impregnate your mother on accident. Whoa. Shit. <laughs> I didn't mean it. That's I'm sorry. My man Christ like is back right at there. it. <laughs> Peace, man. Appreciate y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of Point Proven. I go by the name of Rello. That's R-E-L-L-O. Four times to genius, man. Four run YouTube. Look, if you going to run, run the goddamn world, man. Yep. Free stickers, bitch. Yeah, we out. I appreciate that, man. <laughs>